Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as decubitus and card. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. Uh, just so everyone knows, Dr. London is actually on location this week. Uh, you know, we, we do this every once in a while where one of us will sort of be out and about, you know, making moves, you know, hustling a bit. And that's where Dr. London's at. We're going to get into that more uh, detailed later down the episode. But Dr. London, I did want to get just real quick, just as a foodie, you know how much of a foodie I am. I want to hear some of the, the fun foods you've had in the city of Los Angeles, which is where Dr. London is right now. That's the big reveal. Yes, I'm in LA. Um, so just to, just to clarify on this. So first, I had a lot of Cajun food because I went to the, to the other LA, the, the Louisiana one. Sure, right. People usually just say L.A. And so I went to Louisiana. So, so yeah, I, I, once I got to shore, I did eat a lot of Cajun food. Uh, it was kind of spicy. A lot of shrimp, a lot of... Um, uh, really, I didn't have a lot of money because that kind of went away along with the, in the water. You don't need money to get seafood in Louisiana. That's the whole point of getting seafood in Louisiana is because you can just find the dang thing. Just in the water. Yeah, which is where I came from. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I... Yeah, you, just ta- you just take a handful of whatever's down there, throw in a pot. Uh, now, you might have to acquire a pot somehow. But, yeah, which, you know. when I asked around for pot, um, they kept giving me other stuff. Still charging me for it, too. A lot of earthy materials. A lot of leafy things. Anyway, eventually, though, I did find my... Way- Once I asked around... Oh, LA, right? And people were... I, I figured out eventually that, uh, th- that they meant Los Angeles whenever they talked about L.A. being where show business is. So I, uh, I couldn't afford a bus, so I did hitchhike to L.A. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And so the food scene here has been mostly... Uh, the, so the dumpster diving is pretty competitive here. Oh, yes. I have heard that. One of the largest competitive dumpster diving uh, areas of the nation. Yes, yes. And so unless you're planning on going pro, which I doubt, you're just there to check out the dumpsters. You're not, you're not trying to make a job out of it. Well, I just, like, I wanted to eat, basically, was the thing, you know? And it's just like, there's a lot of competition for that. And dumpster, I thought dumpster diving would be sort of the most cost-effective way, but no, it's super competitive. Like he said, like, it's... They want you to have a trainer. They want you to be registered and licensed. Well, and it's expensive because you, you, it's just like you know, joining a marathon or something. You, you're going to pay 50 bucks or whatever to register. Yeah, right. And, like, and, like I, and I, once I panhandled enough money to register, then I felt like I wasn't getting enough out of it for how much I paid the guy that was next to the dumpster. Well, Dr. Lennon, that's those classic L.A. prices, you know what I mean? You, you're like, oh, this cheeseburger, it's 
decent, but is it $50 decent? Because, I mean, it, I did get it. It You know, it's cold. It's from a trash can. It's half eaten. It's pretty frustrating. But that's what, the, you know, that's part of being a foodie, Dr. London, is taking that risk. If it, every f- piece of item was was good, then you wouldn't need food aficionados like us to tell you, yes, this food is good or no, that food is bad. Well, this is how they get the L.A. bodies, I think. Whenever they come out here, they all eat this dumpster food, and it's, it's only half portions or quarter portions. Sometimes they don't even eat portions. Like, that's how they get the L.A. body. Like, the, their fitness, how they look. Yeah, is there another term for L.A.? You, Louisiana body was much different, if that's what you're getting at. Both, in their way, have their own dumpster divey aesthetic to it, you know? Oh, for sure. And, like, uh, that's been the food scene. Um, wow, that is so exciting to hear, Dr. London. I'm, uh, I'm excited to learn more about this amazing trip you went on. But first, that's our producer, Cameron. But also with us is Digital Mouse. Digital Mouse.
Uh, Cameron, we have a sponsor today. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, the sponsor is Caldera Lab. We all know that first impressions matter, and if you're not taking care of your skin, that's going to be very noticeable first thing. So uh, do better than that and uh, show you care. Make a great first impression with Caldera Lab, where compliments are guaranteed. So um, we've been we've been approached once again by, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm about to introduce you here. Um, yeah, hey, hey, Cal. Uh, yeah, guys, no, I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped about this. I just, you know, I, you know, I've had some, some troubled history a little bit here. Yeah, so. It, for, for people who maybe aren't caught up on the, the saga here, this is our buddy, um, Cal the Rat. He is not in any way affiliated with Caldera Lab. He tried to get a job there, it did not work out, and so he sort of just ended up on our couch, essentially. Then he went viral, and then he got canceled, which made him go vo- more viral. Then he won a competition, and now what? What are we doing now, Cal? Yeah, no. After that, uh, I got a little scrape with the the higher ups in law enforcement, but now now I'm 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 in the acting game, and uh, yeah, they they gave me sides. So just if, uh, you guys mind reading for this, uh, you know you know that Steamboat Willie, that public domain thing now, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Mickey Mouse, or the old version of Mickey Mouse is officially in the public yeah. domain. Yeah, so I want to play that. Uh, so I have I have the script here if you guys want to... You say you want to play that. Is anyone, did anyone, is, is, there, is this for a spec? Like, did anyone call for this audition? Or are you just doing this out in the open and hoping someone likes it? Like, hoping a producer likes so it? So my agent was a little spotty on the specifics, but they, they said, like, if I can... If I can do it, like the the if I can do the movie, then uh, they could they could send it somewhere. So okay, right? Okay. That, well, I mean, so I guess it's kind guess of a, something. It's kind of a spec, or maybe it's a just you doing a monologue, which people do that to get an agent. It's nice that you have an agent. Um, but yeah, I guess yeah, it kind of just sounds like your agent. I don't know. Just wants a real to send around yeah no nah, no nah, it's uh it's really good so uh anyway yeah here, here, here's a script okay so um i guess it's worth noting here um as I, as I read through it looks like you don't have any lines which makes sense because steamboat willie is, is silent right it was yes yeah, silent and you know there was no other noises going on either yeah really just sort of you know, every once in a while, a a, a a blank thing would come up that would just sort of say words. Yeah, no, it, it's a bit of a Mr. Bean thing. Yeah, no, I got you, I got you. It, well, it's, yeah, very Mr. Bean. Except even um, more I'm silent not- than that. But yeah, so we can we can read. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Wow, big boat you got there. Yep, yep, it's a great boat. Uh, we're we're sailing on the way. Hey, hey, uh, Cal, Cal, Cal. Uh, so it does also say no improv. And did you write the script? Because it it says specifically don't do improv. Don't add to this. You're supposed to be silent for the whole thing. Um, Yo, your agent told you come up with some material, and now you're not even following your own material. Yeah, no, no. It's it's it, they love it if you can if you can add live if you can make stuff up. You know what? We're gonna. 
you know, Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup with a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Caldera Lab knows the skincare world is heavily female-driven, and so that's why they're making the solution simple for men. Um, the regimen includes three products, the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. The clean slate starts an end your day. The face wash uh, leaves all skin types refreshed. The base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. The good is your go-to multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother, as well as helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. Um, every drop has a bunch of antioxidants to protect your skin. And Caldera Lab also has the Icon Eye Serum. It's, uh, it addresses the three most common common skin concerns around the eye, which is fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Um, Caldera Lab is a leader in men's skin care made with only top-tier ingredients, and clinical trials have found that 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. So, just a minute, morning, and night. Yeah. And, and Cal, yeah, Cal, I'm still confused, like, what what is this script? Because it shouldn't the video that you're sending around, it's, if you're doing Steamboat Willie, it's just you sort of like moving up and down a little bit and then back and forth a little bit in silence. Like I, I don't even, does your mouth, is your mouth even supposed to move? Like, I feel like it just throws up your word, the words you're supposed to say on the screen, but you're not supposed to actually yeah, say no, those. I, and like, I've been struggling with the bouncing up and down. My knees, man, my knees are killing me. Oh man. Well then maybe this isn't the role for you. Cause that is, I would say the only thing Steamboat Willie does is sort of just like, very slowly and lightly bounce up and down. Uh, no, no, I like was it, my agent said that they could probably send the like. Well, they were iffy on the like whether they would, but like they said pr- maybe they would try to send something. So, okay, uh, just you know, just for our audience. Sorry to distract from that, but like we have an exclusive offer, and it sounds like unlike that script, this is their best offer. Uh, the best offer available anywhere. Use code jockdoc at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with code jockdoc at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions where compliments are guaranteed. That's 20% off at calderalab.com with code jockdoc. And later, we're going to yeah, just elaborate on this because we have the streaming service going on and I am making connections here. So very important. Before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Uh, for a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of our own doppelgangers who were you know, better people than us. But um, in our efforts to cater to them, we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. And we, we've had a lot of great responses lately. Uh, but this one, um, this one comes from TikTok. This is in response to our comment uh, responding to thoughts on the woke mind virus um at porter.goldman23 said quote i'm confused are we talking about wokeism or what end quote so thank you so much for that feedback uh i'd say like are we talking about wokeism i think we kind of always are right like inevitably yeah i mean it's it's infiltrated so much of uh our day-to-day life that when I'm just talking about going to lunch, I'm kind of talking about wokeism. I mean, Dr. London, today I was trying to make just a classic BLT, right? So I get out the bacon, I cook that. I get out the lettuce, cook that, throw that in the toaster. Get the tomato, smash it into sort of a pasty goop. And then what happens, Dr. London? Uh, do I know? Uh yeah, I mean I dro- I dropped the sandwich. I dro- I dropped the plate. 
Okay, yeah, okay. And that's wokeism for you. Well, I look at who made the plate, and it's, well, it said made in the USA, but you know it wasn't. Like, you know it was made in China or whatever, which is just that globalism and that wokeism that's sort of taken over the country. And my food. And I guess also the the wokeism, I do feel like it's been an issue because I've literally every day I've experienced this sensation uh, first thing in the morning where yes, I, I know become about. so yeah. painfully aware of reality. And like, like, and I, I don't know what, because for, for a while, for hours before that, I was feeling great. I was resting. And then I opened my eyes, which I think is part of the problem, but it's, it's happened to me even without the eyes opening. Suddenly you awoke. As yes. Well. Okay. Yes. And so I've, I've felt that and then um, taken in, first of all, what's around me, okay? Which lately has actually been different from the usual. And that, because of traveling. And then I'm, like, thinking about yesterday and what I have to do today. Well, Dr. Lennon, that sounds like some sort of, like, crazy disease or something. Actually, we know what the disease is. It's the woke mind virus that's taken hold of you. <laughs> yes. Because I don't have yeah. a similar experience. I don't, I don't have, I haven't, um, you know, that that long rest you're talking about, I haven't done that, that falling asleep part. I haven't done that in a long time because of all this wokeism that has sort of infiltrated my mattress in that I... Came home from work early the other day. Um, you know, I like I I was training DJ Dylan how to use the uh, devil sticks, which are those like fun little stick things that you flip around. <clears throat> and there's like a thing with tassels on it. Yeah. But what well, you know me like once it hits four p.m., I've already left. I've been gone since like two p.m. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like it's quiet quitting is what you practice except a little bit louder yeah i don't believe in quiet quitting i believe in saying i quit every day around 2 p.m and then showing up the next day around 11 a.m but anyway dr lennon i get home early from work and what do i see my wife in bed with the mailman's best friend oh you know that mailman with his the really yeah, cool he, friends that, like he's kind of whatever but like his friend group is so yeah, awesome like so not because yeah, he is so awesome. I kind of don't know what, whose side to take here because like he was, he's really awesome and like I know would treat your wife better, right? Oh, than me, absolutely. But Doctor Lennon, this is that wokeism where suddenly I can't even sleep on my damn mattress anymore because the woke police have come in, slept with my wife, and then now she's been staying at his house. Oh, that's so frustrating and typical of this new age woke mind virus we can't say anything anymore we can't sleep on any mattresses oh but i but also like good for your wife like on it like really proud of her for stepping up her game a little bit uh and for is that was it jeff the the mailman's best friend jeff uh honestly he told me his name but i was so nervous when he said it i forgot like i was kind of blushing he's so cool right yeah, he's yeah. so cool i'm just trying to impress him and then maybe then I can like third wheel, like kind of hang out with my wife and him sometimes. Yeah, because he, oh, he he's amazing. He taught me, um, like speaking of teaching people to do stuff, like he taught me uh, how to do my taxes and like didn't charge a dime. Uh, like I'm an accountant now. Um, he taught me to 
uh, ride a bike, which I like. You didn't know. You didn't believe you could. Well, I didn't. Th- I just didn't believe in bikes. Was really the main issue. But then he first he he brought a bunch of books over. He's like, just let me teach you and kind of show. He cooks right. for me. And you taught- keep trying to point. Say there's only two wheels. There's no way that would stand up and fall over. That's how I know that this is fake. This is AI. It's yeah. It, it's AI. It, people used to say CGI, but no. Now it has trans. It's leveled up to AI now. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. Uh, that's that's about uh the the woke mind virus that that's talking about wokeism uh so thank you so much that was really helpful feedback now for today's medical topic von hippel lindau disease von hippel lindau disease is a genetic autosomal dominant condition characterized by visceral cysts and benign tumors uh in multiple organ systems that can have subsequent potential for malignant change into cancers so Important features of von Hippel-Lindau disease include cavernous hemangiomas, and these are when small blood vessels swell and form a non-cancerous mask, mass called an angioma. And so these uh, cancerous hemangiomas can be in the brain or brain stem, and they can have renal angiomas too, so that's in the kidneys, and cysts in, in multiple organs. Well, and this just reminds me, Dr. London, of a disease that I, I haven't been able to figure out, but you know, you know how I'm like deathly allergic to peanuts supposedly according to the doctor but again we know that this is just sort of wokeism run amok because allergies are all mental they're all in the brain and yet yet even though no i know that when i eat a pb and j i get all these lumps and i get all like red and all of this kind of stuff so early identification of von hippel lindau disease is important because of the increased risk of serious complications such as renal cell carcinoma and phaochromocytoma Earlier diagnosis of von Hippel-Lindau disease allows a physician to foster more effective treatment options and better prognoses. So it's all about identifying these. Once you identify this disease, you can say, okay, uh, they're more predisposed to these cancers, and you can catch the cancers earlier and then treat them. So the rest medical lesson is done. I do feel like I need to cover some important aspects of what I've been able to do here. So in L.A., Los Angeles, you're going to go to a soiree, okay? That's a very important thing. You have to go to a soiree. How do you find a soiree? You look at the rooftops, okay? That's where they do them, okay? So I went to this soiree, and, you, okay, and there is a dress code for it. Once again, dumpsters. If you can dumpster dive and you're not looking for food, it's easier to get stuff. Food is very competitive. Clothes are a little less competitive. So. You put on fancy clothes. Doesn't have to match. I mean, the fanciest you've gotten. Yeah, the fanciest you have managed to acquire. Because, um, like, what you're wearing right now, I, I assume you were wearing clothes when you got there, but you were, seem to be wearing right now, like, a burlap sack. Yeah, well, it's not it's not name brand burlap, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's the best I had, yes, that I could acquire. Uh, th- there was a bag, and there were a lot of potatoes in it, and what I learned was that the potatoes were in demand. The bag was not. So, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Once again. Very interesting. Yeah, dumpster diving tips. So, anyway, I have... So, what are you doing at these soirees, Dr. London? You get there, you know, you've, you've, you've gotten in with the elite. You've, you're wearing your dumpster, uh, you know, burlap sack. Okay, so one of the big... So, uh, so we have, or we, we should say, we're putting out the streaming service. 
It's uh, GoDaddyNoWaitPleaseDon'tGo.com. Um, we're really excited about it. We're coming for you, HBO or Max, which, whichever one it's called now. Um, we're, we're coming for you, Hulu. We're going to back off of Disney+. Plus. We're scared of that. And so I'm trying to get content for our channel. So what? Uh, so I tried to talk to directors. They really, really did not want to talk to me, though. So, uh, but how do you, what's the other step you can do? Talk to the talent, okay? So, yes. So, because they have to attach talent to projects, which isn't a physical thing, they told me. They let, they, you just say it. You just say they're attached. The talent, the talent's free to roam around all they want. They're not. Not all. I think they tied. They're not physically tied to. Yeah, anything. I think they have to like stay locally. I think it is a little bit of like you know, like whenever you're in uh, on trial for something, like you aren't allowed to leave the state. I think that's part of it. But but yeah, they are not. Uh, te- they are not physically tethered to things. This is like that long string that's been attached to my ankle, and I don't know what's on the other end of it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because you tried to cut it so many times, but it, it's hurt, right? Whenever you tried to cut it. Oh well, yeah, because I like I've gotten so used to it. It's it, yeah. it's sort of like a phantom string. Yeah, except except it is present. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so, it, it's a reverse phantom string. Yeah, reverse phantom. That's right. So, because yeah, I know. Well, one day we, uh, I want to say it was ten years ago. Uh, we did try to trace it back. We pulled on the string, but then, uh, if I remember right, we both got pretty bored trying to find the origin of it. Um, yeah, I mean, after doing it for so many hours and realizing that maybe this doesn't have an end, and then really only hitting the hitting the end whenever I've tried to enter Canada, which has been weird. But anytime I get anywhere near the Canadian border, it, I get yanked back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which like. Which is weird, because whenever you're trying to trace the origins of the string, it seems like you wouldn't be pulled in the opposite direction. But that's Canadians for you. I know, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, uh, yeah, just, just one instance of being attached to a project. Cameron is presumably attached to Canada. We don't know the details yet. That's all hush-hush. Uh, but at this party, uh, so kind of the biggest name talent I met, one of the biggest was a security guard who showed me a picture of him with iced tea. Oh, uh, wow. Not the drink. Not the drink. No, but the guy from the, like, um, like the TV. That one comedy movie. Yeah. Yeah. The video yeah. game. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that was really neat. Um, according to him, that was really neat. Uh, and the security guard, did you, I mean, Dr. London, did you and him end up making out? I know you're a little bit of like a sucker for these celebrities. Well, it's, it's, I mean, that's guy in uniform too. Like, oh yeah. I'll say that you're a star sucker. We'll say it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I won't say I would, you know, you know, you know, kiss and tell, uh, oh, or whatever we didn't, you know, uh, Oh man, I'm all flustered now. So, uh, who who else besides uh, Ice T's security guard buddy? Yeah. Uh, who who else did you have you gotten to talk to? Have you gotten to present any ideas to anyone? Uh, yeah, yeah. For so, the streaming service. So I, oh uh, no, no, sorry, not for the streaming because the conversation you have to kind of follow the conversation and then organically bring it up. So the next one I talked to was Snoop Dogg's body double. So that was 
pretty exciting. Yeah, he and he didn't say who he was for a while, but he looked a lot like Snoop. Um, like uh, he wore sunglasses inside, which is classic Snoop Dogg thing to do. Um, now this is this isn't a Snoop Dogg impersonator. This is like his hired body double to like protect him. He, who you know, a lot of was was kind of just left to interpretation. He said, uh, "I had six bodyguards at this thing. Look at here's a picture of it." Um, he said, "I can't go anywhere these days, uh, in public at least." Uh, he. He said he had tried to smoke something and then got in trouble for it. You know, like stuff that, uh, classic, classic Snoop stuff, really. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Lennon, I, it, A, the security guards, they could have just been police. Like, it could have been a man surrounded by, like, a pol- police officers that were arresting Well, him. no, the sunglasses, though. He had sunglasses. It was nighttime. Oh, I don't think you mentioned the nighttime sunglasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Once wow. Again, and it was so on you a met the Snoop Dogs, possibly body double, possibly like one of those guys, on, on, like on Hollywood Boulevard, who just impersonates celebrities for money. Yes, yes. So very exciting. And for a second, I was like, "So, do you have any project? Would you like to be part of a project?" And then he uh, uh, turned turned around and walked away from me, like pretty specifically. Whenever I started to bring up my own stuff, so that was pretty neat. Uh, pretty exciting. Oh, well, you know the industry. I mean, everything is so hush-hush that he's he might be like, oh, I'm not allowed to hear this. This juicy secret about an upcoming streaming service? I gotta get out of here. I don't want to get in trouble. What if he asks me to sign an NDA? Yeah. Oh, he'd be screwed. Yeah. So, um, well, Dr. Lennon, I have, to, I have to ask, have you gone down to Hollywood Boulevard? Because there's a ton of top talent down over the SpongeBob SquarePants is there. Um, His name isn't SpongeBob. His name it will be something more like, uh, like Yellow Fred or something like that, just for legal reasons. So I, lo- I saw a lot of stars on the sidewalk. That was a big thing. What about like for fun? Have you have you gotten to do anything for for fun while you've been there? Seen some sights? Yes, yes. I went to a show. <gasps> you did. Yes, yes. So they didn't. Uh, so I went to a show and they said. Like, uh, and it's, it was with, okay, I'll, I'll just fill the beat. Like, it was a UCB show, um, and they, it stands for, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade. So, like, I think it's a militia, and I was really excited to see these soldiers doing, like, I know I've seen it in, like, Russian films where they are marching around, showing off how strong they are. So, I was really looking forward to that. And then I got locked in the bathroom, uh, while, while the show was going on. So, I wasn't there for a while. Are you sure? Did a police officer tell you, like, sir, we're giving you a UCB? Because that's, it's sort of like a D, like DUI in some places. I think UCB, I think it's like under constant boozing or something like that. It's for someone who sort of can't stop uh, being shwasted. He, okay, well, I'd like, there, there were a lot of people there. Um, but yeah, there was a guy with a, with a shiny thing on his chest, uh, which I, I thought, like, you know, I just like there have been times in history whenever having to wear a thing on your it can mean something bad. So I didn't want to ask, you know, um, if there was some sort of bad identifying thing. But he did. Uh, he, I don't think it was anything major. Like he had me breathe into a thing. Um, he had me walk a line, which I was just like, okay, but just walk along the stars here. You mean, you know? Um, 
And uh, then I did, uh, that's actually how I got to stay somewhere for free, uh, which was really exciting. Um, instead of on the streets or whatever, you know, I got to stay in a, a dunk tank, I think they said it was. So, uh, but totally dry. I just wanted to point out, um, you know, people may be wondering uh, why we don't have a guest this week. Uh, that might have crossed someone's mind. And it is because guests are boycotting our podcast. Like, yes, I have a lot of stories to tell about this exciting experience in LA, but it's also because um, we are being boycotted because we support Starbucks so much, I think. And again, this is this is that woke mind virus that's sort of taken over uh, everything. All these people, just because I get a cup of Starbucks, all right, just because I left my kid in the car, just because I ran over that old lady who would not move out of the way fast i mean she she was moving out of the way but not at the speed that i needed to because my car was going at a certain a certain speed that was faster than her walking ability and just just to clarify a little bit on on us going to starbucks so we we've both uh have starbucks cups that we're reusing from someone else going to starbucks and then we we snatch it and then we fill it up with coffee from a cheaper place and then we go use the wi-fi at starbucks so that's when we say that we go there proudly that's that's how we go there uh just want to clarify that well and here's here's a little pro tip if you want to hang out at a starbucks but don't want to spend all that money you don't even need to go to another coffee shop you just gotta find some sort of brown liquid that's right you can find that anywhere Mm -hmm. as long as you can find some brown liquid in a cup they're not gonna question anything And like just for the effects of coffee on a person i would say um try checking out the bathroom well honestly like it's a lot of brown liquid in there yeah now i i have run into the issue where other guests and occasionally a barista will say you know sir i believe you may have shit your pants is there some is there do you need any help yeah. or something like that to which i say no i think i'm okay why would i need help I, like, with wink that at them. like why would that's very a, invasive is what i think Ugh. Is that's what you stink? I mean, yes, but that's not what I tried to. St- okay, so so that's so that's why if, if people are wondering, like, oh, can, can you like I guess, or, or are you just lazy or what? No, it is because guests are boycotting us, and we are proudly going to be um, holding strong. We are going to win against this boycott. Uh, I feel like if we yeah. just keep holding out then someone's got a cave, right? Right? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not leaving the Starbucks I'm in right yeah. now. The Starbucks I'm in is closed, Dr. Yeah. London. Yeah. And I'm here. Right. So, um... But now I got to ask, yeah. though, you're in LA. You're not just screwing around, right? Like, do you have, like, a meeting set up? Do you have a pitch meeting or maybe even just, like, a general meeting with someone? Yes, yes. I'm really excited. Um, there is this general meeting that happens at the park... Um, and I think that it's, uh, like it's mostly people doing yoga. So I'm really excited for that meeting. I'm going to pitch a lot of stuff there. Uh, ah, yeah. nice. That's a good place to do it too, because most of the people are being kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah, no. Which really gives you the opportunity and you don't even have to do it in an obvious way, right? Just pretend to be on your phone. Just be like, yeah, let me practice my pitch. I'm going to, I'm, I'm pitching it to JJ Abrams mm-hmm. later, yeah. right? 
And then, you know, hopefully he's there. Next thing you know, you're yoging next to, uh, well, I was going to say yoging next to like, like Jeff Bezos or someone. Yeah. He's like, oh, if JJ wants this, I want it first. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to hop on that. You're creating competition. Famously, man of the people. Of course, he would be there. I, uh, yeah. So that's, that's one pitch meeting I have, um, a general meeting, I should say, that I'm going to do some pitches at. Uh, I have another meeting. Um, now it's in, uh, and I hate to, to go nautical again because that, that is such a reflex for me, but it is where I find it easier to work because a lot of my education has been in the ocean. Uh, so I've, I hear that if you go to the like Santa Monica Pier, you can go to the ocean and uh, a lot of people go there. So there's bound to be someone famous there that I can attach to a project, not literally. Um, and so that's, that's kind of my other big agenda. So that's, I'm going to live on the beach, I guess, is the agenda um, for, for now. So pretty pumped. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of the situation here. Um, a lot of gunshots, a lot more gunshots than I expected here. Um, did you put the safety on? Uh, well, no, I, I think I took the, did you remove the safety before I left? Because I know you've done that as a prank to me before. Pretty much about that. A lot of gunshots uh, from me, my car, with me tossing the gun around, me uh, hanging out with Snoop, uh, his body double, and or possibly a police officer arresting me for UCB. So, um, pretty excited about all of it. And I, like, honestly, I, I kind of just want to get back to networking. Um, there's, there's a trash can over here. It's metal, and there's fire coming out of it. I don't know if that's a pyrotechnic thing. But I'm pretty excited to go check that out, see what's up. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that sounds like sounds like a lot of special effects. It could also be someone trying to do a crazy audition. You know that story of Robin Williams when he's auditioning for uh whatever, Mork and Mindy. He like went into the audition room and stood on his head. So maybe this person they're trying to audition for a JJ Abrams yeah, or whatever. It's gotta be oh, a big name. Science show. Yeah. You know, what if my character like had a barrel that was like on fire and like flames coming out of it? Everyone's trying to grab the attention of the the people, the gatekeepers, so to speak. I think that that's um, that's most of what I have to share right now. Once again, um, I've also been I, I've I've gotten a lot of possibly body doubles, possibly UCB officers, a lot of people kind of following me. So I do kind of. Well, want to kind of get going if you don't mind. Uh, there's there's just so many of them here, and they keep looking at me. Um, but uh, so so thank you so much uh, to our listeners. Thank you uh, to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital the Host.